Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone, and welcome to another broadcast of the Real, I'm going to say Real Talk Sports Show because I do a sports show as well, but <clears throat> you listen to the Clarion Call broadcast, every broadcast to you live from uh, just outside of Atlanta, Georgia, and of course, for those of you who are listening in the archive, uh, it's not so live, <laughs> but again, we thank you for joining us uh, on another uh, Wednesday, as we call it, uh, Help for the Hump Day, that's what we kind of labeled the clarion call to, you know, give you kind of a little midweek inspiration and some midweek information and hopefully uh, some midweek empowerment as you continue to go through your work week. I'm your host, Minister Jonathan Simmons, and you are listening to us on our own radio portal, WRTS-FM, uh, via the blogtalkradio.com uh, hosting uh, so if you want to find out more about our shows, both the Clarion Call and some of the other programs that we do, you can check us out on blogtalkradio.com forward slash WRTSFM. What we will be doing, uh, this is some news here to uh, all of those of you who are listening today, we will uh, in the not-too-distant future be setting up a separate uh, radio portal and RSS feed strictly for Clarion Call, uh, and we are going to uh, have that available to you a little bit more easily as far as archives via TuneIn Radio. So uh, certainly uh, keep your eyes and ears open uh, with the email blast. And if you are not on our email blast, <laughs> send me an email to jsimmons at wrtsfm, or you can also send one to wrtsfm at yahoo.com, and uh, we would love to get you on a list to let you know what is going on with our program, and not only this program, but what's going on with me as far as various things that are happening in the ministry. As you heard earlier, as I opened up the show, uh, I referred to the Real Talk Sports Show. Uh, I do, in fact, do a sports show uh, on WIGO AM 1570, Atlanta's incredible radio here in Metro Atlanta. Uh, we also, like this show, broadcast uh, via the live stream, either through the blogtalkradio.com or through WIGOAM.com. So if you like sports and you want to hear from a different perspective, if you want to hear people talk about not just all the negative things all the time, but also get uh, some great interviews with athletes telling you about what they're doing off the field in terms of community service, uh, in terms of those things that uh, are family-related to build up the community and not tear it down. And I'm certainly uh, thinking that that would be good news <laughs> for a lot of us today who are hearing all the negativity going on in sports. But, again, that's uh, the Real Talk Sports Show. They have their own separate website, www.realtalksports.net. And uh, that's enough of the shameless promotion. <laughs> Let's get into our broadcast. Um, each week we give you, again, a little bit of inspiration and information. And what we are going to do this week is something we do from time to time. We actually are going to be bringing in on the second half of the broadcast uh, the audience that's listening via radio through WIGO AM 1570. That broadcast starts at 9.45. So in about uh, roughly 9 or 10 minutes or so, uh, we will be uh, joining the audience there. And uh, if anybody wants to call in, if you have any questions about the show, 
347-838-8767. And what we're going to be talking about today are two things that are very important in uh, 2014. Number one, uh, voting rights and uh, the education of the voters so that the voter can be empowered. And we're going to have a name that is a legendary name in terms of politics, in terms of business, in terms of civil rights here in Atlanta and around the world, uh, Maynard Jackson III, that's right, the son of legendary Atlanta. At that time, boy wonder mayor uh, Maynard Jackson, his son, has decided to pick up the mantle that his father left in terms of serving the community. And uh, he's going to be talking to us about uh, a project that his father actually started that he is going to be continuing on. We're going to bring you a snippet and the initial part of that broadcast. And, again, we will let you know in the future when the second part of that broadcast will be airing. We also will be joined by Ms. Sonia Booker. Now, Ms. Booker is an award-winning author. She's also an entrepreneur. Uh, she is a real estate uh, mogul, if I will call it that. I'm going to put that in the atmosphere. And she is a business coach par excellence. Uh, she has been a, a wanted speaker across several platforms, uh, TV, radio, and online. So she's going to be joining us talking about uh, a big celebration that's coming up here in the Atlanta area uh, called Super Tuesday. It's put on by the Atlanta Business League, and uh, they are going to be celebrating women in business. Uh, so you will have literally uh, well over 100 businesswomen in the building. And I'm not talking about women that just have micro businesses or businesses at home. I'm talking about uh, women who have started large businesses, small businesses, women who are in corporate America, uh, authors, uh, entertainers. We'll have a whole gamut educators that will be celebrated at the Super Tuesday put on by the Atlanta Business League. And if you want to find out more about that event, uh, go on to www.atlantabusinessleague.org, and you can find out the dates. And Ms. Booker will also uh, go over that with us uh, during the broadcast. <clears throat> We're going to go now and turn to the Word because uh, without that, uh, we are not able to navigate uh, the things of this life. So we're going to go to the Word of God uh, in the Bible, and we're going to take a look in the book of Matthew. You know, it's interesting, as I've been reading and studying over these last uh, weeks and months, the Lord has really uh, graciously, uh, in this learning curve, brought me back to the fundamentals of the faith. You know, sometimes I think what happens is, is that as you walk in this life, I like to call it this uh, internship called life, as we know that we are eternal beings and have a destiny far beyond the, the number of years we have on this planet. Sometimes we get caught up in the minutiae. Sometimes we get caught up in all of our own plans, our strategies, and our 10-point uh, uh, ways to attack a problem. And let me just stop right here. Those things are very important. Um, we want to ask God to give us an understanding, give us wisdom. One of the things that Solomon prayed for when he took over the kingdom from his father David that touched the heart of God, he, he prayed for wisdom because he said, I don't, I, I'm a young guy. I don't even know how to go in and out, so how can I rule these great people? And what the Lord did is he rewarded him with many of the things that we look for, uh, wealth and prosperity, but most of all he gave him wisdom beyond his years and beyond the level of any of his peers uh, operating in the world kingdom at that time. So those things are important, but we want to be able to call on God. And to be able to call on God, we have to humble ourselves. So I'm going to look here in the book of Matthew, the 23rd chapter, 
And Jesus is dealing with two issues here. He's dealing with uh, the religious leaders at that time who have uh, put on all types of extensions of the law of Moses onto the people who they themselves who have become very hypocritical because they have no desire or willingness to follow all these rules and regulations themselves, yet they have strapped the people with them. And the other thing is dealing with the aspect of uh, what we call today the servant leader, the template that Jesus lays out right here, which we're going to read to you about the true nature of leadership. Again, this is found in the 23rd chapter of Matthew. I exhort you that in your first available time, you go and read the entire chapter so you can get a context of the Lord speaking to the people and dealing with these two issues. Now, I'm not going to deal with the religious leaders on this broadcast. We don't have the time. We're going to talk about the idea of what it takes to be a good leader. And this is what he says in Matthew, the 23rd chapter, starting with verse 10. And I'm going to read out of the New American Standard Bible, so hopefully you can understand it a little bit better. This is what it says, starting with verse 10, Matthew 23. Do not be called leaders, for one is your leader, that is Christ. But the greatest among you shall be your servant. Whoever exalts himself shall be humble, and whoever humbles himself shall be exalted. Wow. That seems to be a lot different than what we often seem to teach an example today. Jesus is talking to his disciples, and he brings his point up again in a later uh, conversation with the disciples when he overheard them asking about, you know, who's going to be the greatest. And so now we have a template for those of us who are believers in Jesus Christ to attack the whole concept of leadership, to, to attack the whole understanding of greatness from an entirely different viewpoint. What Jesus is saying is, is that your greatness is going to be dictated by how much you're willing to serve the needs of others. Not how much power you can accumulate, not how much uh, strength in terms of arms or in terms of savvy that you necessarily can grab hold to, but instead how far are you willing to go in the service of mankind, the service of your brother and sister, the service of your family members, the service of even those people that uh, you may not even like. And that's going to be the barometer of how far you're going to go on the leadership chain if that's what God has called you to do to be a leader uh, wherever you are, in your place of business, in your home, uh, in your society. So that's it. And now I want to just speak to men really quickly here before we join into the audience of WIGO AM 1570. This concept is something that we really have to understand. And when you really think about it, and, and I love the wonderful tie-in that the Lord has allowed me to use with sports. And really think about it, that's really what happens in the world of sports. Now you say, okay, we're looking, a lot of people say, okay, we're in sports, we want a leader to take charge, we want a leader to have control of the game plan. That's true. But the guys who are able to extract the most out of their teammates are those guys who are willing to go above and beyond to make sure that those teammates are able to operate in the best of their skill sets. A great quarterback is made great not just because he has a rifle arm or can throw the ball 70 yards downfield. The key that makes a quarterback great is that he can throw the ball so that a receiver can catch it in the best possible position to advance the ball up the field, that he can catch it hopefully in full stride, that he can catch it where he can avoid the hit of a defender, 
That's what a real good quarterback does. So that quarterback may have to take a hit himself. How many times have you seen uh, a quarterback in the pocket and they talk about how he didn't even see the pass because he got hit? Why? Because he understood, I'm willing to take that blow in order to advance the cause of the team, to be willing to execute the way the plan needs to be, even at the sacrifice of my own body. Now, this is the concept that we need to understand better in the world of everything, Christianity, business, family, is that as we extend ourselves and be willing to put ourselves before um, our, the needs of others, again, before ourselves, <clears throat> excuse me, you will find that uh, this is where the blessing is, and especially when you tie that into doing the things that God requires. Uh, the other thing, and I'm just going to go ahead and tell myself, the other thing that the Lord had been dealing with me about is the idea that I had gotten distracted from the main focus of my life, which is ministry. Uh, I am first and foremost a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And as long as I am focused on that, it's amazing how much simpler my life goes. I'm sure many of you are testament to this. Your life's not necessarily easier, but it seems to have more order, and it seems that you, more importantly, have more peace. And that is, become, that is because there's a satisfaction and a peace that comes when knowing that you are doing what God has told you to do, whether it be hard or whether it sometimes be painful, the peace comes in knowing, okay, the end game, the end result of this is going to be something that is going to bless somebody. And when you bless somebody, guess what? You get blessed yourself. <laughs> Isn't that something? Well, listen, we're going to take a little quick uh, musical break here and get ready to join the audience of WIGO AM 1570. You're listening to The Clarion Call. I'm your host, Minister Jonathan Simmons. You can find out more about us by going to our website, www.considertheworldministries.org. Uh, keep it locked right here, a quick musical interlude, and then we will be joining the audience from WIGO AM 1570. Well, welcome back, everybody. Uh, you're listening to the Clarion Call broadcast. I'm your host, Minister Jonathan Simmons, and we welcome the listeners from WIGO AM 1570, Atlanta's incredible radio, as uh, we are going to get into the teeth of our broadcast. Uh, we're going to be doing two things now. In the second half of the broadcast, we're going to be listening to two interviews. Uh, one is a recording of an interview that I did at the Concerned Black Clergy meeting this past Monday with a man, a man whose name is legendary, uh, Maynard Jackson III. So we're going to listen to what he has to say uh, about voting rights and how important it is to be not only a voter, but to be an educated voter. Here's my interview with Maynard Jackson III. 
one. Hey, Minister Jonathan Simmons here. Uh, we are live on the scene. Uh, for those of you who are, uh, are familiar with our broadcast, you know we like to try to bring you the things that are going around here in Metro Atlanta. This young man standing next to me has a name that's very familiar here, not only Atlanta, but around the world. But he has uh, some things that are going on right now in the city that he wants to talk about. And I want to welcome to our show, Maynard Jackson III. Mayor Maynard, welcome to our show. Thank you, Jonathan. Listen, man, uh, I, I think what it is is the fall. Uh, has brought out, of course, the great interest in voting. And so I know you have a couple of projects you're involved in. Why don't you give people an idea of one of the things that you're involved in right now? Right. Um, be happy to do that. Uh, first of all, thanks for um, for coming and having me. Um, like I said, my name is Maynard Jackson III, and um, <clears throat> I have uh, started, or you could say resurrected, but uh, the uh, American Voters League, which is a nonprofit, nonpartisan organization aimed at increasing voter turnout. Now, um, my father started it um, maybe about a couple of years before he passed, and I was working with him on that. And you may recall that um, on the day he passed, he was in D.C., and he was actually going to uh, talk to some 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 big some heavy hitters about giving some donations. But um, <clears throat> when he passed kind of the engine fell out of the car, if you will. You know, everybody knows my dad as the driving force, and uh, I guess a lot of the inspiration maybe, fell, you know, the wind kind of got, uh, fell out of people's sails, so to speak. But um, in, in these days and times, um, I, you know, you look at the news and you see what, you know, these terrible travesties uh, that, are, that they're uh, perpetrating in Congress and so forth. It uh, seems seems like they want to take us back to uh, pre-65, and that's, <laughs> of course, we all know that's the voting, when the Voters Voting Act uh, was put into place. So um, I I just uh, felt like it was something um, that I needed to do. It's uh, near and dear to, uh, to my heart, near and dear to my dad's heart, my granddad's heart, and my great-granddad's heart. My great granddad, uh, great grandfather, was uh, John Wesley Dobbs, and he started the Atlanta Negro Voters League back in '46. And um, my granddad Maynard Jackson uh, championed a uh, fight against uh, the poll tax in uh, Texas. So, um, believe it or not, I've heard that there are there are some in office who are trying to actually bring back the poll tax. So you have really, a, I mean, just in listening, um, for those people who are not, you know, as familiar, I think that really what it is that you have a legacy. And how important is that? I, I noticed that you mentioned now basically three generations, you being a fourth. How important and how much of an impact has that had on you having this legacy to now you say I'm going to be a part of that, that continuing threat? Well, um, as I guess you could say that I've grown into it because um, uh, my first love was music. And my father supported me in that, but I'm uh, 43 now, and I guess the older I've gotten, the more um, just become more interested in uh, the the, uh, things that my predecessors were championing. And sometimes it seems like uh, it seems like uh, responsibility overtakes us you know, as we begin to get older. And you mentioned how you know the current events that you've seen uh, in terms of what apparently appears to be almost an attempt to repeal the voting rights, you know, has stirred you to action. Uh, tell people the name of this project that really has kind of grabbed your heart. 
the name of, of the, the project, what you guys are doing with the voter registration. Right, the American Voters League. So, so all this really, again, is, is, is really not something new. It's really, as you mentioned, a continuum. Now, do you have a special focus that you're going to do? You're being a little bit younger, obviously, in your 40s. Um, are you looking to try to maybe bring more young people in? Definitely, definitely. As I said, the name of it is the American Voters League. Um, we're not trying to reinvent the wheel, but we are hyper-focused on one particular topic, and... Um, <clears throat> That is voter voter turnout. Um, there's one one statistic that was staggering, and that is um, um, voters voters between the ages of 18 and 24. Um, those particular group of voters, only five percent of them actually came out to vote. So um, that you have to laugh to keep from crying, and I can hear my dad say, "And there's only." One, no place to go but up from that. So. There's no question. And I think really if, uh, for people who are maybe not familiar in Atlanta, when your dad was elected uh, mayor, I think that was one of the key uh, factions that he had so many young people that were energized. And the third, uh, that was Mayor Jackson III. We'll say that again. That was part of the uh, interview uh, that we had with him at the Concerned Black Clergy. And uh, hit us up on our website. Well, actually, you know what? You can follow me on Twitter, at Minister J. Sim, and I will update you on when we will have the remaining portion of that broadcast. We also were very, very fortunate to interview Reverend Albert E. Love talking again about voter registration. Well, the second half of our broadcast here, before we uh, let the listeners of WIGO AM 1570 uh, go on the rest of their Wednesday, is something that is very, very important. you may not know that right now in the United States, gentlemen, that women outnumber the men. Uh, and for a long time, women have struggled uh, in the area uh, of business as far as getting the proper recognition, even in terms of up above against glass ceilings. Well, right here in Atlanta, the Atlanta Business League has a tremendous event called Super Tuesday. And I have a young woman that's on the line that is going to be joining us that is, in fact, a actual living, breathing example of the power of women in business. She is an author, award-winning author. She is an entrepreneur. Uh, she is a life and business coach. I'm talking about uh, the beautiful and talented. Sonia Booker joins us. Sonia, you there? Yes, good morning. Good morning, good morning. Well, uh, welcome to our show. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us. Thank you, Jonathan. Well, Sonia, um, Super Tuesday is going to be upon us uh, very, very soon. Uh, just tell us a little bit, first of all, of how it makes you feel as a, a woman business owner who has been, you know, a trendsetter pretty much for all, all your career to be involved with such a, an event like this. Well, I can tell you that there's nothing like the Atlanta Business League and there's nothing like the Super Tuesday event for women in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I attend, as you can imagine, tons of events all over the world, and what I can say for sure is that this particular event has the most to offer for women in business and women who are looking to start business, uh, to start businesses, and it's just a wealth of information, and the day is so empowering. So let me give you a little rundown of the day because it's, um, it's happening on September 30th. It is among us <laughs> uh, quite soon, so it's Tuesday, September 30th, and this is an all-day event. 
and it kicks off with the Women of Vision breakfast that happens at 8 a.m., and this is where we recognize uh, 100 influencers, women influencers in the, in the city of Atlanta. And this is just an amazing parade of women to, to see all of the facets and all of the areas of, of uh, business, entrepreneurship, and professional women all in one room. is just, just amazing in itself, and that's what, how we kick that day off. Then we go into workshops, and these aren't just uh, your run-of-the-mill workshops. These are workshops that help you discover and rediscover your passions and um, provide a lot of empowering information if you're transitioning or if you're looking for uh, how to get started. If you're looking to make connections, this is also where you want to be because we know that just one connection can make a difference in your career uh, of what you're doing, so you want to come out and make those connections. Then we go into a lunch and this luncheon is so special. I've, I was recognized uh, myself as a, a woman of the year uh, with Atlanta Business League uh, years ago. And this particular awards luncheon focuses on women in business, entrepreneurs, business owners. And, you know, we go through women against the odds who succeed against the odds, who build businesses and do things. Uh, we have creative style awards, women who use their creativity and business and then after the awards luncheon, we go right into a biz mic. And this is uh, the first time we've had this particular event, and this is where you are able to get all of your questions answered. So we have people from human resources, people from health, people from finance, um, you know, how to build retirement plans, what do you need for your business, uh, how do you get funding, and, and what are some of those alternative ways for getting funding for your business. So everything you need is there that day. Um, so you really don't want to miss it because it, it will be uh, an, an investment in yourself. And, and, and this year our theme is One Great Day, Connect, Invest, Own, which hopefully gives you an idea of how empowering <laughs> We are planning this day to day. Well, it is really uh, amazing to see all the things that are going on uh, with the Atlanta Business League. And certainly, as you know, from being a resident for a long time, just all the things that go on here in the city of Atlanta, you know, not only for women, but for men as well. I know that, you know, this, this season, the fall, as we come into it, there are so many events right now. The, uh, uh, the, uh, the National Association of Black MBAs are having their annual conference here in Atlanta. Super Tuesday is going full throttle. So, as a businesswoman uh, and a resident, how energizing is it for you to be in a place where you have access uh, to so many portals of uh, success? You know, that's, a, that's an interesting question, Jonathan. And yesterday I was just uh, I was talking to a good friend of mine, and, you know, we were talking about the amount of access that we have in Atlanta and sometimes how people take that for granted. You know, I, and so That's what I point. really want to really because yeah, because me as a business, I get it. I get that you don't, you know, this doesn't happen often. Um, you know, the the uh, NBA NBA conference, uh, which I'll be attending and going to some of their events and have been a member of, and you know, just a, a great organization. But they they don't have their conference every year here. Um, they're bringing in wonderful renowned speakers uh, here in the city. And just like with the Super Tuesday event, you know, I mean, that the caliber and the people that are in that room, the, the type of access that you have, I think sometimes 
as citizens, we think, oh, it'll be another event next week or, oh, it'll be another event next month. But you really can't bank on that, and you have to take advantage. One of the, the, the reasons that I've been able to be successful as I have, especially here in Atlanta, is because I recognize the uh, amount of access and the amount of people who really want to work with you and lift your business up and lift you up, and that's just been an important part of me um, and my development here as a, as a business owner in the, in the city of Atlanta. So don't well, sit back see. and, you know, take these things for granted because this is, not, this is not normal. I go to other cities, and they are starving for the kind of access that we have right under our nose, and then sometimes we sit back and we don't take advantage of it. Well, I can tell you, Sonia, we can see just by uh, your passion in that last comment why you're one of the most sought-after life and business coaches uh, in the world. Uh, really quickly, because we're right up against the, uh, the end of the program, let people know how they can find out more about you if you have a website, social media. Okay, absolutely. So I want to tell them to go to atlantabusinessleague.org to get more information about the conference and to register. And then for me, my site is soniabooker.com, that's S-O-N-I-A, booker.com, and you can find, follow me on all forms of social media and look forward to connecting with you and hopefully seeing you on September 30th. Well, there we go, ladies and gentlemen. That was Miss Sonia Booker uh, coming to us here and telling us about women in business and the Atlanta Business League, and we look forward to seeing you at the NBA conference and at Super Tuesday. All right, sounds good. Thanks, Jonathan. Have a great day. God bless. Well, it's already time to go, folks. Um, before I leave this broadcast, I want to do as I do each week before I leave to encourage you. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, please, ma'am, please, sir, uh, get to know him. He loves you more than anyone uh, that you know, and that when you give your life to him, he will certainly turn your life around, and he will take you from a spot where you are to someplace you never would have been you have been. Before I go, I want to quickly just give a shout-out to some of the women that have uh, impacted me on my life. Uh, first of all, my daughter, Vanessa, she hangs out with her dad and makes sure that I'm still up and running. I want to give a kudos to two ladies who are gone, but their impact is still with me. My grandmother, Beatrice Heap, my mother, Dorothy May Simmons. Well, listen, uh, we ask you to please check back with us next week. Take care and God bless.